0: Welcome to the House School Podcast. Dear Lord, it's been a while. My name's Shane. I am a uh, realtor with uh, the Anthropia Terra team, Keller Williams. I am joined, as always, by my good friend and yours, Justin Kiesel from All County Home Inspections. Justin, how the heck are you? Good. Heard you cheating on me with another podcast? No, no, that was actual radio. Oh, okay. So somebody gave me some bad information. All right, yeah. good.
1: You were on the radio? Yeah.
0: All right, so nobody was listening to that, so that's fine.
1: Probably not, but that would be if anyone wants to listen to it. It's Sunday mornings, and it's uh, Wham 1180 from 12 o'clock to 1 o'clock. Hot talk
0: 1180.
1: <laughs> I'll be on there occasionally. I sit in for Mike. And that's, like, kind of the same as this, but very different. So a more successful agent.
0: <laughs> and,
1: and uh, yeah. It's it's different. It's different. But it's
0: Wham 1180, so you do have to, every once in a while, just talk about how Biden's a real jerk.
1: It's really crazy <laughs> how that whole station is just kind of... They yeah. got one, they, one, one prerogative, but... Not here. We talk about everything. Yeah. Everybody's cool. Yes. Everybody yes. sucks. This is not. So great.
0: Well, I bring up the politics stuff cuz we're going to bring up um a, a topic today that is it's turned into a really divisive subject in the, the political space because of what's going on with it. And I'm talking of course about natural gas, baby. Yes. Uh, New York State is the first state to have put a ban on natural gas going into homes. And there's a lot of misconceptions about it that I'm getting as a, as an agent um, from prospective buyers saying, or sellers, right? People are really worried about this natural gas ban. So I just want to clarify a few things before we start talking about natural gas in a home. This ban, it was passed back in May of this year, It only applies to new builds. Okay? Yes. This is new builds. People, I'm gonna say this again it's for new builds. (laughs) All right? (laughs) I'm getting a lot of calls from people frantically thinking that Governor Hochul is going to personally come to their home <laughs> and, and remove, remove their the stove. Gas stove, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen. You, guess what? You got grandfathered in. You're
1: good, okay? I don't even think it's for residential right now either. Like new residential builds will still get gas, but it's like any building that's more than 4 stories gets no gas. It's in phases. So new
0: buildings to be constructed with only electric hookups for appliances and utilities beginning 2025. The law will go into effect for buildings with fewer than seven stories beginning 2026. Okay. Uh, The requirements will kick in for taller buildings by 2029. So for anybody that's listening to this podcast that is in the skyscraper business, you're good. Um, Give me a call. We get a lot of those people. We get a lot of skyscraper listeners. (laughs) I really want to hear about (laughs) the gas. Uh, Also, hospitals, critical infrastructure, commercial food establishments are exempt from these requirements. Also, buildings where the local grid is not capable of handling the load... Will also be exempt from the new law. I couldn't figure out what, oh, like, what areas. Ex- that's ex- interesting. Specifically talking about. Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. So this, uh, this is like r- more rural.
1: Yes, but I feel like they installed that for a loophole. Okay. So that if they start to over exude themselves, like if they start to. This is what the problem is going to be moving forward, in my opinion. Yeah, the our infrastructure as we as we try to convert everybody to electric, our infrastructure is not there to support everyone being electric. Mm. So when we're all trying to heat our houses because it's negative five degrees outside, um, that requires a ton of juice sure so i just i don't think that our infrastructure the way it is 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 built to support enough of those yeah so i have a feeling they're gonna leave that in there so that if they start to see that like okay well this area that has all these new builds with this old infrastructure we just we can't put any more in so you can put gas in if you want to you know like i i feel like that's going to be something that they might try to lean on but i could be wrong
0: so i guess let's let's back up and talk about like you know natural gas where it's applied to the home right right we're talking about your water heaters yep talking about your stoves Mm -hmm. those are the big ones furnace and your furnace Mm -hmm. right yeah those are the big guys and those are obviously the things in your home that are
1: sucking up a lot of the power using them the most other things would be a fireplace sure um gas like grills like people hook up their grills to their gas line sometimes outdoor kitchen getting big Mm -hmm. getting big nowadays or uh, a whole home generator that that utilizes natural gas okay yeah Mm -hmm. um
0: so why are they banning the natural gas in new builds the two biggest um, things that they brought up are the environment and health. So the environmental impact, let's just touch on that real quick. Commercial and residential buildings account for about 13% of heat trapping emissions, mainly from the use of gas appliances. This is, this is why I crawled down a real rabbit hole today, Justin, I guess so. so get ready for a lot of stats. So I'm looking at your page. Everybody can just tune out as I read all this stuff about the environment. I'd know that the, you know, the right right now has really tuned out. So that's fine. um, Natural gas, it does burn cleaner than coal or oil, but it still releases greenhouse gases, primarily CO2 and methane during combustion, right? Um, Methane, in particular, is a real rough one. It is very potent. It has a higher warming potential than CO2 over the short term. I saw something like it is 84 times more potent than carbon dioxide. Yeah, I think that's true. The difference is it breaks down way quicker than CO2. Okay. Studies have highlighted that leakage of methane throughout the natural gas supply chain from extraction to distribution and use can significantly, sorry, I sucked on a lot of methane today, <laughs> uh, can contribute to its overall environmental impact. Researchers estimate that methane leaking from stoves inside U.S. homes has the same climate impact of about Five gasoline powered cars okay yes because that was where i was like as i was going on this rabbit hole i was like god it seems like a lot of the issues that they're having with natural gas is like the supply chain and it's not so much like my house leaking out a little bit from the stove it's like we're leaking it everywhere you know right. we're fracking it and we're fracking, baby. You know, frack, baby, frack. <laughs> uh, as Frickin we're frack, we're going down the pipelines, um, which is not great. I'm, I like looked at the infrastructure of natural gas. Sixty percent of our nation's gas pipelines are over forty years old. Yeah, solid, and a lot of it cuts through heavily populated areas, which is good yeah which i think is good it's been working out because there's not been like recent stories of big explosions or anything so i think it's good the people in ohio might beg to differ but yeah yeah no it's fantastic so um more than two percent of all natural gas from the u.s supply chain is released into the atmosphere as methane and according to what i've read this methane that's being released through this is worse than if we just switch back to burning coal what? Worse for really? the environment. If we really? like, let's go back to doing coal, we're actually doing better. Hmm. Wild. So there's the environmental aspect of it. The health aspect of it is a lot to do with people that are most vulnerable, like children and seniors. Mm-hmm. A lot of studies about what it's doing to kids um for example a lot of peer reviewed research has linked gas stove use to childhood asthma that's a big one there's uh, a study that was published last year said about 13% of current childhood asthma cases nationwide are attributed to gas stove use
1: interesting but
0: so this is like when i say that right the study is not like they have kids that they're subjecting to yeah a gas stove yeah. cuz that would be frowned upon <laughs>
1: not great so it's like it's ca- it's causation yeah uh, versus yeah they look at a population yes. and they say do you have asthma or do you not and mm-hmm. then they say what did you grow up with in your house gas stove or electric stove yeah That's that's exactly it. So
0: we're correlation, not causation, right? Mm -hmm. We don't have any study that's like if your kid is huffing in, if you're making you know X amount of pasta every day from a gas stove, your kid is going to get asthma. We don't know that for sure, but this this dates back a while. Like this is more more recent study, but there has been studies back dating back to the 90s talking about asthma and cooking with gas in your home. Of course, the American Gas Association is disputing these claims have cited separate studies that found no evidence of a link between cooking gas, cooking with gas and asthma symptoms. Um, obviously, you know, a little tough to believe them. They got a little, you know... They got some
1: skin in the game. Right. Uh,
0: and that's the other part of this is, like, a lot of this... There isn't a lot of federal regulations that go along with this. Uh I saw something like there's only 100 actual people involved in keeping track of all this stuff. As far as like the transportation of natural gas, there's nothing keeping track of what's going on inside home. Right. There's nothing. Yeah. Not a a single entity of the government that is checking in on this stuff. Yeah. So we're just basing all of this on some studies that are causation or sorry um that don't that are correlation not causation right but we're assuming that this is bad for the kids and your health and everything like that so this is where the band came up right here we are so you have that natural gas in your home
1: mm-hmm.
0: you want to continue using your stove people are like all about it
1: it's so much better it's so much better they
0: love they love I know. It. They love it so much, they can't it, get rid of it. It is better, by the way.
1: Is it? Yeah, it's pretty, it's better.
0: Okay. Because I Cause have I, gas I, before. I have the top reasons to continue using your natural gas stove, mm-hmm. natural, natural gas appliances. Okay. Excuse me. And your top reasons to switch to electric. Fire away. I'm dumb. Okay. And I'm going to go through these. And Justin's job during this podcast is to convince me to either continue using my gas stove, because I've got one in my home.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Um, and I don't have ventilation with it, really. Yeah. I have a microwave above my gas stove. Uh-huh. I don't have one of those fancy hood range... And it doesn't vent outside. No. It doesn't vent outside. Yeah, okay. So that's a big issue. Um, you got to convince me whether or not to get rid of it, okay? Ooh. Here's okay. Your, Here's the top reasons to continue using natural gas appliances. Energy efficiency. Natural gas appliances are known for their high efficient. A high energy efficiency, they typically operate more efficiently than electric appliances, resulting in lower energy consumption and reduced utility bills. Interesting.
1: Because I would say that it's actually the other way around. Because as you, if you think about it, you have the flame that's underneath the pan of whatever you're cooking. Yeah. And um, a lot of that heat rolls around the sides of the pan. Who's the guy? Uh, There's a guy on YouTube that does this adam something or other he's a food guy doesn't help you okay adam something cool and uh and he does this and he takes a he takes a gas stove and he and he compares the two of them and what you see the difference is that the stove the electric stove directly heats up and you're actually capturing all of the heat that's coming off of it Mm -hmm. and then because you don't you don't have any kind of like roll around effect okay you know so i'm surprised that that you saw it, it was the other
0: way around well I this this might be based on dated stuff too because newer electrical appliances might be better at that but maybe this is more uh is it the same story with furnaces and water heaters
1: yeah, so like if you looked at an electric furnace and you look at the energy efficiency, yeah. it's going to say it's 100% efficient. Okay. Because whatever energy you put into it, the heat that gets produced, you capture and you put through the house. Okay. Versus a gas-fired furnace, like especially if it's a chimney vented furnace, a portion of that and usually it's going to be about 80% or um or I should say about 20% or more of that energy, is going right up the chimney. So yeah. that's you're, you're losing some. You can just cut some off the top. Got it. All right, so we're going to switch that to the <laughs> side
0: of the electric <laughs> then. Cost effectiveness. This is a big one. Natural gas prices tend to be stable and lower in many areas, and uh, they make it more of a better economical choice for and appliances in your home. That's correct. That's probably the number one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Yeah. yeah. Especially because, and this was my issue with everything that's going on, I'm fine with you banning this, uh, you know, based on whatever. But you also, I think, have to have that extra component, which is we're going to make sure that the electricity that you're going to be using yeah. more of, yeah. we're going to make sure that you're not getting hit. With a higher bill, but that's not a thing. And you know, our GE is gonna make sure they get theirs exactly, and they gonna
1: get there. They gonna get it. They <laughs> gonna get it. They coming. Your <laughs>
0: kids gonna be cold in the winter
1: <laughs> if they don't get it. Okay. Yeah, dude. That's. I don't know why that would not be part of all of this. To say like, we're gonna we're gonna block energy from now on. We're gonna say like you're buying it in in quadrants or blocks. And, and yeah. to say like this is what you should be paying a set price for this; it shouldn't fluctuate. It's it's this, it's that, and the the um how we create electricity exactly. should be yeah. looked at too. Yeah, because over the past decade, you know, I used to work in like the energy production industry quite a bit, and so over the past decade, we've been uh, you know basically converting or building new power plants solely to burn. Natural gas. Mm-hmm. So it's like if we're cutting it out from all of the houses, it's just like all the plants are like, well, more for me. You're not fixing anything. It's all going up into the atmosphere. It's yep. just like it's going from from two places to all to one, and I don't know. It's That seems counterintuitive to me. 100%. Yeah, that that should have been another piece to it, which is like, okay, yeah, we're, we're getting
0: rid of our natural gas dependency, and we're going to shift it towards like we're putting – All these funds into renewable resources that we know are gonna be okay it should be nuclear in my opinion but I'm all about it but there's also all that waste what you know about it's not that much okay I've seen it you have touched it you've been inside of it (laughs) Justin's radioactive guys Um, another top reason to continue using your natural gas appliances reliability and consistency Natural gas is delivered through pipelines, which (laughs) I just talked about how old they are, so maybe (laughs) this isn't great. But it does ensure, in theory, a constant and reliable supply because, right, just based on electricity versus the pipes, the pipes are in the ground. Pipes are underground. The electricity, not so much. Yeah. Somebody... You know, a tree branch won't take it out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Tree branch takes down your uh, your pole out in front or down the you know down the street. You're losing electricity. You're losing your ability to heat your home, heat your water, cook your food. Um, so that is rough. So that's a, I guess that's a good one for natural gas. But well, you already talked about this one. But somebody was saying that uh, natural gas is better for cooking because it's more fast and precise but it sounds like you got a youtube guy that says that's not the case well it's the efficiency the the
1: control it 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 is that it's faster it heats up faster it is more easy to control the temperature of like a pan or something like that um because you don't get um an electric stove has lag time because the resistive coils have to heat up and and then, you know, it's like there's, there's a delay in heating it up or cooling it down or whatever. So it's, so gas is more controllable. But, uh, and that's, that's really what makes it better. See, here's the thing. I, I looked up another study that
0: was like they tested this in a test kitchen. I think it was by Consumer Reports. And it was like basically the only thing that a gas stove does significantly better than electric was broiling hmm. everything else was like it was a moot point and if anything the electric was better hmm. so and i don't think that any of us that are doing this podcast or listening to this podcast are full-on michelin star chefs that have should have an opinion about where the heat's hitting their pan right. we won't bring in gordon
1: ramsey then yeah we'll tell him to go home gordon get sorry back, get back in the garage sorry. But the other, my question is, and the one thing that uh, we, I don't know, I I don't know if they, this stuff that you've read has differentiated electric stove or induction stove. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm -mm. Okay. So you can break down electric stove into two separate categories nowadays. An electric stove can either be a resistive coil that just basically the stove gets hot due to electrical.
0: Okay.
1: Or... You can have an induction stove, an induction stove for where the burners are. They basically have magnets that spin around really, really fast. And when you put a pan on there, it's it has to be a certain pan. It has to be kind of it has to be ferrous. It has to have steel in it. Is this like the coily guys versus like a glass
0: one? You're know yes. Talking
1: about well, they both have a glass surface. Oh, no, okay. yeah. So right, different. So so basically one. The electric stove heats up. The the surface gets hot. The the induction makes the pan get hot. So you are not you're not getting like you can you could be frying an egg on an induction stove and you take the pan off and you can stick your hand right on the burner because it. it's not hot okay. at all. The pan is hot. It's making the pan hot. Got it. But it's not getting the actual surface of the stove hot. Okay. Those are extremely efficient. Got it. And those heat up the pans faster than both gas and electric. Hmm. So. Yeah, I didn't in- see a breakdown. Induction is king, but it's. But usually when we're talking about gas or electric, it's either gas yeah. stove or um, resistive stove. Got it.
0: All right. So, reasons to switch to electric. We talked about the environmental impact. Many of you that are listening don't care about that for whatever reason. That's your choice. Um, uh, but we talked about. How bad, I mean, I don't know. It seems, right. it seems silly. Yeah, I don't know. But be, you have to mention that because there's people that are like, I don't care. Um, you know, I see pictures of like dudes that have. Uh, they open up the hood of their like you know massive. A v8 engine sports car and it's a picture of uh, greta thunberg <laughs> <laughs> underneath like suck it <laughs>
1: like,
0: okay she just doesn't want your kids to die but all right whatever you're cool buddy um so we talked about safety a little bit i mean we talked about gas leaks that's obviously uh really not good um you've talked about the risks potentially to your family of um the gases that are being used to cook and everything like that with a gas stove electric you're not going to be dealing with that type of stuff um so i guess justin so from like a home inspector perspective Mm -hmm. what what should people be doing to keep themselves safe when it comes to natural gas like i think we've talked about it before during other ones but like carbon monoxide detectors is that um what else we need?
1: It's not going to catch natural gas. So if you have a natural gas leak, um, so obviously burning natural gas is going to create carbon monoxide. Yeah. the The stove itself should burn efficiently enough where you could run it all day, and it's not going to set off a carbon monoxide detector. Um, but I think what all of this is getting at is that low level consistent exposure mm-hmm. of CO and, and methane so that's probably it's there's not a whole lot that you can do as I mean if, if you're the type that's like I want a gas stove there you, you can put in the, the range hood that's going to exhaust the outside it's kind of it though you know, mm. you're not going to, I don't think there's anything that you can do aside from just straight up cooking outside mm. all of the time yeah. to, to make the situation any better. If you're also like, if you're the type that says, I want gas, but I'm concerned about the stuff that it does. It's like, well, if you're not going to just exclusively cook outside, then the best thing for you is probably like a really strong range hood sure. that exhausts outside. And that's another thing. So, I,
0: yeah, I crawled down these that the hood rabbit hole as well because, like I said, Justin, I need you to convince me to keep this gas stove and not go spend 1000 bucks on a new electric one. Yeah, but, they're not cheap. Um, they're saying that those are really aren't going to do enough to get that out of your house. Mm-hmm. Because you got to run them on high blast, and let's be honest, n- not everybody's doing that. No, even if they got it, they're not running it. If the, anything, it. they're running it low just to like keep some smoke out, but no. not thinking about the, the other stuff that's going on. So, but uh, it's better than what I got, which is just a little microwave that the air is just running through some charcoal, yep, and just getting shot back into the house. Yep, um, talk- you can open up the windows, I mean, that's probably what we're going to end up doing for a while um at our place i I don't know um but there's like even that it's like you have to open the window but you also want to probably blow a fan out the window (laughs) to get the stuff
1: moving you're gonna do that in december and february that's what i'm saying
0: like that's not a long-term solution there i don't know maybe uh, this is all overblown and i'm just overthinking everything but it seems like the correct move is just to go electric if you can (sighs)
1: I don't know. I don't know. I I really don't. I, You know, this could be one of those things where it's like 20 years down the line, and they're like, you did what? Did you
0: have a gas stove you in did? your home? Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> call the law firm of Stickler and <laughs> Blickler. Are you alive
0: still? Wow. <laughs> call, call us. It's my money. I want it now. Actually, text us, because you probably cannot breathe. <laughs> Stickler and Pickler is at
1: your service. I hope not. I, I think radon is going to be that. But well, that's the other thing too. Is like, uh, I I, is this adding to the radon issue? It's not adding to the radon issue, but it's it could be. You could look at it as it's adding to the indoor air quality issue. Okay. You know because but I'm talking like fr- is fracking. Is fracking adding to radon? Yeah. Possibly. Okay. I mean our area, we don't have fracking that's happening. Not yet. No, but... Not until I find the little pocket (laughs) in my backyard. I'm looking for that tar sand. Drill, 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 baby. Yeah, I'm digging in the backyard.
0: I want that that invisible gold. (laughs) If I gotta frack it with a water hose, I'm gonna try. I'm just gonna keep on digging
1: (laughs) until I hit something. You you gotta have... Fracking is expensive, and you gotta have a big reason to start fracking so i mean we don't have fracking going on right now fracking could fracking is scary i'll be fracking is weird because you're basically shooting pipes underground and turning them every which direction and then you're exploding the earth underneath without removing anything, mm-hmm. and you're just sucking the, the the oil out of out of the rock afterwards. So, for us to be like, let's do all of that, but there's probably nothing bad that's going to happen about it. It's like yeah, I mean- it's or just blast it with water. It's very high it's and very it, uh, contaminate
0: groundwater exactly. and then people are, you know, lighting s-
1: their, their sinks. Yeah, lighting their 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 tap water on fire. It's good. Yeah, it's great. So, I don't know. I that the fracking probably would be uh, contributing to radon, methane, all kinds of stuff that that would leach up into people's houses. But, you know, um, it, I've seen like the people that get affected by it are really in rural um, rural areas yeah and um, I don't know it's pretty isolated that stuff is pretty isolated
0: yeah I, I guess the moral of the story is it's really up to you and how you want to deal with the the situation with you and your family. Um, like from a house perspective, right? I, I'm interested to see if this is going to be a selling point moving forward. If this is like, hey, this home, it is, is grandfathered in. So, well, okay, so so if you if you're looking for a house, you can get that gas,
1: baby. That will probably you're gonna. I think you're gonna see a uh, like a divide in into buyers, people that that want the gas, and people that don't. I've had... That's, that would be my worries. Like, you know,
0: generations like ours are younger. Yeah. They, they show up to a house and they're like, what the
1: hell is this? We have to rip out all this gas. Yeah. That's interesting. And I, because I do, I have had a whole bunch of clients lately, and they are younger people, that are expressing that they are going to track down, you know, they're going to they're gonna t- run down the path of converting everything to electric. Mm-hmm and it's um so it's in the it's in the lexicon it's in the mindset of these younger people that they want they want to eliminate gas from their house you know it does make sense like on paper it does make sense because every time you burn something uh you know you're you're breaking down you're doing a chemical reaction to break down one thing into multiple constituents as far as moisture Uh, uh, carbon monoxide, methane, like all that stuff, it has to go somewhere. Hmm. So it either stays in the house or it gets vented outside. And sometimes the venting can fail or it doesn't work 100%. So your indoor air quality will diminish. So it's like, yeah, I mean, ultimately it probably would be good to eliminate natural gas. Yeah, Is it you know in, in the grand scheme of things is i think the real question we have to ask ourselves is is it in the grand scheme of all the things that we are exposed to on a daily basis just think about your day driving to work and back and mm-hmm. what you do for work like do you think that eliminating natural gas from your home is really going to set you in a better better place afterwards I know that you're probably asking rhetorically, but I think so. I that was a rhetorical question, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just,
0: I'm just like the amount of time that we're spending at home now, more yeah. than ever. I think so. And that, and we're I, hanging out in that gas more than ever. Yeah. Maybe if we were all, you know, still working in the coal mine back in the you know, the good old days, or know. we could leave. Our- Leave our methane filled home to go into the coal mine and suck coal dust. And then on our way home we could breathe in some Canadian, you know, wildfire smoke. Yep, 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 and yep. some, you know, the exhaust pipe of the car in front of us and then go home and breathe in more methane. Yeah, we're the deck is
1: I do think it would be really hard to convince somebody from Bangladesh to be like, Hey, you should get rid of the gas because, you know, it's bad for you to breathe sure. in your house. You know? So, I guess if you're keeping the gas, I
0: I guess I would just tell, you know, my buyers, my sellers, like, just make sure you're getting stuff regular, regularly serviced. Get somebody that can test this stuff and see if there's leaks in your home. Um, make sure that that's all set, because it seems like that's a really big issue if you've got a gas leak, obviously. Um to so keep that checked out, I mean, it's the same thing with like a car, right? You should get your car regularly maintained and serviced. You should get, you know, somebody to check out your appliances too. You're gonna have enough, same furnace in your home forever, hopefully. Yeah, you always
1: want to get that serviced and cleaned once a year,
0: yeah, for sure. All right, I think we talked enough about gas. Well, I guess I should, t- I wanted to touch on this the future of gas because okay. this is another part of this gas rabbit hole that mm-hmm. I renewable. Gas. Yeah. Renewable gas. Okay. Learning about this. Um, researchers exploring the potential of renewable natural gas. Renewable natural gas would come from like landfills. Yeah, I was going to say landfill gas. Wastewater treatment plants or agricultural waste. Land farts, cow farts, or our farts. What do you want? <laughs> so I'm saying, we got all these landfills, we'll do something with them. <laughs> mm hmm. Fill your home fart? Why not? Also, is uh, I'm such an idiot. So this really negates this whole podcast we did. I thought it was biogas. It's (laughs) biogas. Is like what is a biogas? Biogas. I'm an idiot. Biogas, and that is derived from organic matter. And so these are options that um, they're looking into. Researchers are trying to develop. for less environmental impact, so it's more renewable at least. I'm sure that there's going to be, we'll be doing this podcast five years from now, like, hey, what's going on with this biogas in our home? And now my kid's got a third ear. <laughs> what the hell? What is happening? RG&E's dumping all this biogas <laughs> into my camper. Uh, it's just, it's wild. But that, that could be the future. We could be uh, taking our landfills and
1: then using it to light up our Light up furnace. As long as they're not like all those electric motors that went into our house are sending off EMP waves, <laughs> and now everyone has brain cancer. That would not be great.
0: It. I, I've, uh, yeah, I feel like very conspiracy with all this stuff, just because like the studies just aren't there. Just, well,
1: I. It's. A, it seems like if it's not one thing, it's another. It just. If you go back historically, what well, we built houses with it there we uh did a lot of bad stuff, yeah we used a lot of bad stuff for a long time, <laughs> and it goes
0: back from like arsenic well, and here's but the the issue is like. All of our grandparents were smoking cigarettes constantly <laughs> yeah. in the home, so I feel like that mass everything and else. Driving like, home drunk, like maybe cigarettes yeah. were always good for us. It's yeah. just like they were also using like a wood burning stove, and it's that that that's what was killing our yeah
1: you know, our parents. Health was never really a uh, uh, concern. Topic. No, not great. No, it's it's a new it's the dawn of a new age, and. Electric is the future. Well,
0: I really was hoping that you were gonna convince me to not go to Home Depot and, and get
1: an electric. Dude, so, I can't. I can't. I open myself up to liability if I if I do. I guess so. That's right. All right.
0: Well, we talked about natural gas for a half hour. So take that.
1: Which is more than most have.
0: So I guess we'll we'll use the, leave with a disclaimer. Justin and I are not scientists. I did all, all, all this research at work in, in a few hours. You should do your own research. I did no research. Justin did no research. Um, but yeah, make sure your home's well ventilated. That's something we've talked about before, right? It goes into everything
1: mm-hmm.
0: with the, the, you know how energy efficient your home is, the health of you and your home and everything like that. So get somebody to come by and check that out. Maybe, uh, maybe Justin can help you with that. I can always help. That's Justin Kiesel from All-County Home Inspection. I'm Shane from the team with Keller Williams. If you guys have any questions, concerns about your home, or you want to sell it because you just, you've oh, my God, you have six gas stoves in your home. And you're just <laughs> like, I don't know what to do now. <laughs>
1: what am I doing?
0: You got one in every level of your home. It's infested with gas stoves. Yeah. <laughs> you just can't stop. You have a gas stove addiction. And you're like, you know what? I just got to go cold turkey. I'll help you sell that, that stove house. All right. That's another House School Podcast. We'll be back at it again very soon, and we won't take a two-month break again. All right. All right bye-bye. Bye.